I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the Power Platform Show. I'm looking forward to this session today with an amazing guest from the United Kingdom who's, you know, is a true transformation story in Power Apps. So let's get underway. Today's guest is from Red Hill, England. He is a senior business applications consultant and an intelligent eye. He's a Power Platform enthusiast. You can find him on Twitter at Martin Lee Appman. Welcome to the show, Martin Lee. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Mate, good to have you on the show. I think I first met you maybe two or three years ago at a conference, uh, I think it was. So yeah, you've you've been a while now in this whole Power Platform community space. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've been there, uh, well, a few years now. So it's obviously, um, you know, everything's changed from when I used to be a, uh, remember my job role in the end? I, uh, I was a... Uh, <laughs> I was a um, dispatcher, sorry, yeah. I was a, a dispatcher. dispatcher, yeah. Yeah, yeah now, nice. now, now I'm a senior uh, power ups developer. So, yeah, mm-hmm. lots yeah. changed in the last couple of years. I bet, I bet. Before we get underway, tell me a bit about family, food and fun in your part of England. So, obviously, you just said down from Mid Hill in Surrey. Right? Um, since, well, since I've actually moved and now mm-hmm. I live in Great Yarmouth by the nice. sea, yeah. which is lovely. You know, to walk down yeah. to the beach every day. Well, maybe not every day, but I mean, like, you know, I'm close to the sea. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've got uh, my partner. Um, she's We're getting married next year. So, um, nice. A lot of, lot of um, exciting times ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've been with Rachel for a couple of years now. Um, yeah, we um, basically we just, you know, day, day to day life. You know, she works as an A&E nurse. So, oh, yeah. she's always busy and she's always, you know, got stressful life. Yeah, so a bit. So, I'm, the time we have together, we, we you know we try and get out, and go cycling. You know we enjoy our food as well. We like to you know have to cook stuff at home. I, um, I used to live in Cyprus, so I like, like to cook a lot wow. of Greek food. Yeah, so, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. And and what's what's to see and do in Great Yarmouth? Uh, we're so much because when we, we we moved here last year um, around November mm-hmm. time, um, yep. and obviously over over. Christmas and that like, it's cold, it's windy, so it wasn't much to do. I think it was closed down. But like this summer, we get to go down to the beach, have beach days, go to mm-hmm. like you know, go and have a nice meal out, have a few beers in the beach, you know, beer, um, go and play the arcades. Um, yep. There's a big you know like amusement parks. Um, you know, you can go on some a few rides. So it's, mm-hmm. it's quite fun. It's different from being in London way, so it's not. Yeah. It's much quieter. It's more yeah, peaceful. So yeah, I like to go. <laughs> I like to finish work some days and just um, have a little walk down the beach, kind of clear my head. Yeah. And I think sometimes when you, um, especially with like job as a you know, app developer, when you, um, mm-hmm. you've been working all day at your desk, I work from home. So when you're, at your, you know, you're indoors all day and you just like, to and sometimes you just clear your head and you think about a problem you've had all day where you can just go, mm-hmm. just relax and you go, oh, that's how you should do it. And you go back and you yeah, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. it works. So it's, it's good. It's good for the mind. Do you know what I mean? So good. 
So good. How did you get into IT? So yeah, this, uh, this I was at Auto Glass, um, and I was basically building. Um, I was doing building like uh, reports in Excel. So it's mm-hmm. like standard reports. People, um, you know, dispatchers would give us stats of like you know um, uh, what they've been doing during the day, how many jobs have been cancelled. Mm-hmm. It's all different, like kind of stats. We put it into an Excel spreadsheet, and we have just like basic reports. And we mm-hmm. started using um, it was uh, Access on uh, web web portal apps or web apps. I think it was called. Okay. And then um, we started using them for, for a couple of months. And they're working really well. We're using it to literally go on instances with information. It was really basic. And then mm-hmm. um, Microsoft decided to depreciate that and say, right, well, okay, we're actually going to change this to Power Apps. And mm-hmm. when I saw Power Apps, I thought, okay, um, let's have a go at this. And that's why, where my journey started, really. It's like started playing, building, playing around with a few apps. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to get it. And I'm like, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, put, put me pencil down or you know my mouth down mm-hmm. thought, oh no i can't do this and then let's go back to it a couple of days later have another go and then um i just get started clicking in the ends after watching lots of youtube videos and you know yeah it was just that's where kind of the journey started and once i built my first app that kind of got me going it's like literally wow i started i love it yeah it was really exciting so so what was your first main major app that sticks out in your mind so the first one was basically, it was about rebooking. So Autoglass, we send technicians out to um, two customers. And if we can yep. do the job for some reason, it could be like because of bad weather, could be because the customer wasn't there, for example. So we yep. write them stats down and say, you know, the reasons why. And, you know, it supports technicians, supports the dispatcher, because obviously yep. the uh, if the technician can't do the job for some reason. So we, we like the management, like love to see these stats and say, why can't we do this? If it's, you know. Um, so built the first app. It's really basic. You know, all we went going there, call a job number, reason why, submit it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it. We put some uh, nice BI report into that and um, just kind of showed you standard stats, you know, why it was rebooked. Yeah, yeah. The area was booked, rebooked in. So you could see key areas, you know, where we're, we're losing jobs or, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so that was my, my main app. And then after that, um that's where everyone started getting interested going oh wow um i could have actually have an app for for my information that i need you know what I mean? so that's yeah 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 kicking off so so from that first app what what was the you know what were the additional apps in that you your you know you got requested to to start building so basically so uh, one of the main ones technician safety and this was kind of like a big one for me as well because right it's like so Technicians on a day-to-day would have to come in. I do a vehicle check, and on a piece yep. of paper, they'd write down, "Okay, is my tire safe? Is my wiper safe?" You know, just a general band check, and then mm-hmm, that would mm-hmm. take him, I'm not sure, you know, to maybe five minutes to fill out the report on a piece of paper. Then I'd hand it back to the, the manager. Manager, go, okay, I've got that. They went and put it onto an Excel spreadsheet. Yep, and then that go, that sat down. Then I started building. So I thought, okay, we could digitize this. We could put this in an app. Mm-hmm. That. Um, they literally went through right. So more tires, okay. The tread damp, you know, um, basically health check of the vehicle. And obviously, mm-hmm. that just cuts off time because the technician's done that, submitted it. It's in in a database. Yep. The manager doesn't has to, um, you know, re re input the data. So mm-hmm. it was, it was um, you know, kind of. A much smoother process for the technician where they could yeah. save save time. 
So yeah, just yeah, yeah. Like that can save a lot of time and resource. You know, it totally. mean, mean a lot to um, someone. They think, oh, yeah, it doesn't take that long. But if you think of all the, the minutes or hours it can take over time, that's yeah, a, lot of, yeah. you know, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of savings can be made. Exactly. Yeah. And just a simple app that could, you know, a simple app that could take you two, three hours to build. Yeah. So just a simple form. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So tell me, let's fast forward to today. What happened? Tell, tell, you know, what's been your journey now since that first app around rebooking? What's your journey? Bring us up to date to where you're at today. So, yeah, well, obviously I've, um, I've left Autoglass now and I'm with Intelligent yep. Eye. So since then, the reason really for leaving Intelligent Eye, um, sorry, uh, Autoglass, um, mm-hmm. I, I built apps and I built a lot of apps and it was like getting to a point where well, I couldn't build anymore. So, I mean, I've, 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 yeah. built, <laughs> I've, I've built a couple of, like, um, a lot of apps and yeah. um, it was like kind of like I wanted to learn more. I want to have self-development. Mm-hmm. So I joined Intelligent yes. Eye um, and I've been there for about so over a year now been amazing like the, the stuff i've learned and the apps i can build now with diff- just the different kind of types of apps mm-hmm. we, we are like a, a data um data analytics company yep yep so um basically they transfer the data put it into nice bi reports and then i can mm-hmm. you know help with the apps where we can like yep you know input that data and make it a nice smoother transition mm-hmm. We mainly work for um, local government, so like the police, NHS. So it's more, yeah, it's more government based. But yeah, um, since John and I have learned so much, like the apps I can build now versus uh, Autoglass, it's like, oh, I mm-hmm. should have done that there, John. <laughs> so yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Totally, totally different le- learning and a different environment. But yeah. So you talked about different types of apps, and it's a conversation that I've had with a few people now. And let me explain what I mean, and then perhaps you can add your thinking to this, is that when companies start building apps, there's a range of user cases, and one of the common ones is what I call a clipboard app. And so this is something that somebody, you know, they're going and doing some checks, maybe doing an inspection. You know, one that jumps to mind is that, you know, the air bridge when you get on an aircraft at Heathrow, for example. Oh, yeah. Someone, someone would have to inspect that air bridge, right? They have to make sure all the safety checks are done on it, all the maintenance checks are done on it, and and often, you know, a contract company might come in and they go through, and that would be, they'd have a clipboard with all the you must, you know, all these kind of check boxes. You must check this. Is this okay? What date did you grease it? All that kind of thing, right? And of course, that naturally fits into an app, right? Because the beauty is, is that you get a whole bunch of additional information, like. You know, what was the weather temperature today? You know, because that might be impacting things because, you know, your device might pick that up. You can QR code scan. You can do, you know, how long did the actual job take based on when the inspection started in the app and when it finished. There's, you know, if there was any test equipment, was the calibration and, you know, was it right? You don't have to manually look at the calibration date, right? You can have that data all fed in from another system. So, I call that inspection app. Another type of app is um, an app that kind of, it brings together a lot of other software from inside the business. So in other words, in the app, it's going to front end maybe 10 backend applications. And, you know, the field worker might be out in the field and they've got these 10 apps on their devices. Some are easy to use, some aren't. 
And so we build an app that overlays those other databases, let's say, or data sources. And then within a beautiful interface, you get to do whatever your job is with all those backend systems being updated. What other, and then there's the, the, the simple ones like in IT might be requesting a new computer or requesting a new mobile phone or, you know, an HR, an application to leave or request to leave and take a public holiday or take annual leave or something like that. You know, it naturally fits within that. What other type of app scenarios are you seeing? I'm saying, uh, well, since um, joining Intelligent Eye, I've, I've been like mm-hmm. building more kind of front end, uh, front well, front facing customer kind of. So, like mm-hmm. for example, so like a community network hub. Um, I've been um, working on. So basically, a customer would, uh, or uh, you know, someone in the general public would request some assistance in the community. Um, yes, they would um, log into a portal. They would mm-hmm. uh, input their um, information. That information yes. would go into a backend of a model-driven app. And then the mm-hmm. model-driven app uh, would actually feed a Canvas app. So the Canvas app could have the maps on there. And, and then um, someone who's a volunteer could actually go, yep. okay, I can actually help this help this customer. For example, you know, it could be easy. Um, I need to pick up a description, a description, you know, some medication for for you know, someone who's in need. Yeah, yeah. Especially these times with COVID, um, it was kind of like a, a key app where we could, you know, where local government could support the communities. So um, yeah, yeah. That's like one scenario. Like you, because that's using like three main parts of the Microsoft stack. You've got the portal, mm-hmm. you've got your model driven app, and you've got your canvas app. And obviously, yeah. you use your Azure, Azure as well because you're using Azure mm-hmm, apps. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, you're using, you're taking advantage of the whole. Microsoft stack where so many different ways you can use this. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's what opened my eyes um, leaving Autoglass because I was obviously just making canvas apps and now mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm using all different key parts. So it's, yeah, it's, it's totally different scenarios. You can't, can't like how you can I love use. it. Yeah, this is good. This is good. So, you know, when you look at, are there any other kind of, you know, apps that you've looked at? Might not have been, you know, yours that you're working on, but in the community that really stand out as, like really using the technology effectively? Well, there's so many, so many different scenarios. It's, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. And like some people, I was, I obviously I go through LinkedIn all the time and um, one, of, one of my good friends, uh, Brian Dang, um, he's built yep. games on it and he's just made, made an amazing game. And you think, oh, it's supposed to be a business application um, yeah. kind of stack, but it's not. It's like you can use it for all sorts of scenarios so it's like endless of how people are using power apps now yeah 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 when i first started everyone was just like okay it's like a simple form but it's not just a simple form anymore it's just it's uh all different scenarios yeah so true it's kind of hard a question because you don't know there's so much capabilities um you can what you can you can do yeah it's yes so so true one of the, the feedback that I've heard from the community is that it's been said that a subject matter expert working, so somebody that's not worked with Power Apps, but they know their job, function, et cetera, and then they work with the Power Platform as a citizen developer, so they're a non-technologist, but they reckon that, you know, you know, like yourself, you really got in, you started building, you keep coming back. Within about three months, you could be building apps effectively, and they really move from not just being a subject matter expert, but really into the area of becoming a technologist. What are your thoughts? So, yeah, this question comes up a lot in um, a lot of kind of uh, events. And um, yeah, 
I think once you start building an app, it's kind of, and, and it's once you build an app and it's kind of engaging with other people in the company or wherever you work, mm-hmm. um, you kind of instantly become a technologist, really, don't you? Um, in a way. Yeah. Because yeah. you're using technology, you're reaching mm-hmm. out to mm-hmm. people, um, you know, a different way of working. So I think, you know, as soon as you touch an app and you, you release that app, you're, yeah, yeah. You kind of <laughs> you made yourself uh, a technologist because it's all technology in, in in a way. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. Tell me about the community and how that's impacted your uh, career in biz apps. So obviously, um, when I first started my job role with um, Autoglass and I started well journeying power power apps, um, I needed this community a lot. I needed the YouTube videos. I need some like mm-hmm. guidance, um, and the, the, the community is just amazing. Like the people who are out there, obviously, I've met you um, through through the community mm-hmm. um, in a way. So we we at events. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was some, some amazing people at Summit. Uh, keep keep mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Everyone's so easy to um, yeah, just talk to. Um, so yeah. everyone, it, I speak to Keith, Keith quite a lot sometimes. So oh, you know, I've got a, got a bit of an issue. Um, mm-hmm. How would you do this? Not that you know, yeah. I could probably find the end result, but you know I mean? some just guidance. Yeah, yeah, help. yeah. And he's like, "Oh well, you could do it this way." And sometimes you go, "Oh yeah, well, I, I should know that." But then, because you're overthinking it, you're like, "Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah." Second point yeah. of view helps you. So yeah, the community is like a key thing. Like, and I always recommend, you know, someone starting their own power up journey. Just to reach mm-hmm. out. So when it comes to Power Apps, and Power Apps is very broad these days. In fact, let's look at the Power Platform. Where it's made up of many components. How do you differentiate between model-driven apps, Canvas apps, portals, a Power Automate, Power BI? How does how does that all come together? And how do you kind of what's the way you explain it to people that that ask you questions about these? So I always think of the uh, the kind of stack. There's kind of there is like a little journey, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, and it depends on what solution you're trying to build. So, like, for example, your portal is like your your starting point if you're trying to collect data from you know outside, and then you've got mm-hmm. your um, your model driven app which is going to collect that data, and then you you got your canvas app which could be internal or external. Um, you know, someone who's in, not external but someone who's out in the field. Yeah, you've got your end results which is Power BI, so you can get your fancy mm-hmm. reports. And you've also got mm-hmm. uh, Power BI, uh, I'm sorry, Automate. Power Automate, Power Automate. Yeah. that's supporting all the back ends where you're you know, doing some, you know, fancy calculations or, you know, creating, exactly. creating um, records, you know, you're supporting it all. So it's kind of, it's just like a massive, big stack, stack where it's like we're all working together. And I just, yeah. I, I always look um, when I'm building a solution or an app, you know, like, what, what can I, what key strengths do I, what I, do I need? I need mm-hmm, to use mm-hmm. Power Automate or do I need to use Canvas app or do I need to have a model driven app? Yeah. So it's depending on you know what end result you need. Yeah. You, you know, because Canvas apps is obviously you can have, use that for external, like you know, someone who's out in the field. But then if you're in, in the office, you might be able to use a model driven app, which is going to be yeah. better for your solution. So. Yeah. So true. So true. Martin, it's been so interesting talking to you and seeing your journey and just seeing you know the the changes over the years. It's been quite exciting. Before we go to quick fire questions, is there anyone you'd recommend as a guest for for the show in future? So this is a hard one because I've I've gone through your website and I'm like, <laughs> like you've interviewed everyone. <laughs> 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 I was talking to Samir the other day and I said, oh, I've got a call with you. 
Uh, you know, some yeah. uh, from Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, um, totally, totally. Yeah. Cat team. And I said, yeah. oh, he's going to ask me this question. I'm like, oh, don't they? But there is one someone, um, I just see it on LinkedIn, this is Michelle Sanchez. Um, yes. Basically, she's just, um, she's a power platform, power apps champion. Nice. She's, you know, I've met her uh, when I went to Embass in Seattle. And mm-hmm. she's, she's amazing. She does some like, amazing work. So, um, yeah, she's just uh, started a new job role at HSO. So, you know, congratulations okay. on a new new role. So that's the only one I can nice. really, yeah. yeah. No, she's, awesome. She's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Good recommendation. Okay, you're ready for your quick fire questions. Yeah, go on, yeah. Okay, what's the first concert you ever went to? I've never been to a concert. <laughs> you never been to one? No. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> what would you rather? Here's a, here's a would you rather question. Would you rather have no arms or no legs? I guess no legs. You can't build up yeah. with no arms. <laughs> yeah, valid. Well, valid, I, could, valid. I could, really, because I, I could yeah. with feet. You learn. You always have to learn. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, with CP3, right, you could just really just command give your commands and it can build out the code behind it so yeah. yeah okay if you could only keep three things from your home what and not including children family wife anything like that yeah. if you could only keep three things from your home what would you pick and why my laptop my skates oh uh, why my laptop was um for um because i want to keep building apps nice uh, my skates because <laughs> i love I, uh, love skating i, lo- I love uh, rope yep. blading. nice Nice. 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 Good selection. Good selection. Hey, Martin, thank you so much for coming on the show. Always. Thank you very much for having me. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as NZ365Guy. If there's a guest you'd like to see on the show, please message me on LinkedIn. If you enjoy the show and you want to support it, if you like the show and you want to support it, go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365Guy. Stay safe out there and see you next time.